Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Your Purpose is Beauty. Sitting down to record these episodes is a true respite from from life for me. And what better than sitting down to just talk about beauty products for the next hour? And not just any beauty products, but new, exciting, and intriguing beauty products. So I actually originally conceived of today's episode to be a most repurchased beauty products list. So I sat down and I started making my list and you guys, it was so boring because I have been talking about, I feel that same set of products for so long. You know, I just did my annual 2019 favorites. I did my beauty heroes retrospective. I recently did, or some I recently did, I think a capsule makeup bag video on Patreon. So I feel like I've been talking about my favorites, my most repurchased products like over and over. <laughs> and I just wanted to do something different. And this isn't really a wish list episode per se. So this is a little bit different. This is me calling through my favorite sites and just drawing inspiration on products that aren't necessarily on my wish list, but that just strike my eye. They're either new in eco beauty or they're new to me. It's kind of the first time that I'm encountering them for the most part. There's a few things on my list that I've kind of had in my conscious awareness, but for the most part, these are things that I just looked at my top online boutiques that I like to scour. Honestly, the place that has the most new and inspiring niche eco and luxury beauty products is Beauty Habit. They're one of my favorite places to just browse and create like a dream cart with. So Beauty Habit. And then I also always check, of course, Beauty Heroes, Credo, Detox Market. I have Cat Beauty on my list, but they didn't really have very much to be honest. I also want to point out though, that like quote unquote, new and trendy beauty products are not really my thing either. So most notably, this would be CBD infused skincare and body care products that have been really popular the last couple of years. And then of course, also Bakuchiol and the whole alternative retinol thing, which I've been covering and trying to keep abreast on through, I did like a half hour review video of the February Beauty Heroes box featuring Blue Alchemy's Botanic Retinol, that newly launched product. Then there was an ensuing post by Josh Rosebrook on his Instagram account calling Bakuchi all kind of into question for a host of reasons, saying that it's not really correct to call it a phytoretinol or a retinol alternative and that it's not sustainable. And there's just been a lot of back and forth about retinol, which is really interesting. I don't use a retinol. I've talked so many places about why I don't. And I basically just think this is a super interesting debate that's happening in the beauty space generally. So new and interesting to me is not necessarily, I guess, what's new and interesting to everybody. So I have a zillion tabs open on my browser. We're going to talk about skincare, a little bit of makeup. It's very, very difficult for me to find makeup that I think is interesting. And I think that's why I tend to focus more on skincare and to some extent body care or just general health and lifestyle products. I don't know, I'm very bored with makeup and I really want some new makeup inspiration. So maybe some of you can give me give me some places to look. So let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about skincare. Olivia is an exclusive prebiotic plant-based skincare line designed to feed the beneficial microbes living on our skin. 
I've been trying the Orchid Body Cleanse and it's great for people with sensitive body skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis, yet gentle enough for all skin types. Acadian sea kelp and dead sea salt work as a prebiotic, helping skin to restore and repair itself. Visit Olivia.com and use the code LAMOUR15 for 15% off your order. That's L-A-M-O-U-R-15 and save 15%. All right, skincare that I'm finding interesting and intriguing. The Floricopia Luna Flores Cleansing Dew. So one of my favorite products to, I don't know, (laughs) search for, read the online copy of, you know, lust after, put on a wish list are facial cleansing products, in particular cleansing oils and cleansing balms. This is absolutely one of my very favorite beauty products of all time. And the Luna Flores Cleansing Dew, I think, is a new release from Floricopia, who I want to say is a Canadian brand. I'm not entirely sure. Never tried anything from them. I have heard my Instagram makeup artist friend, Sherry Stroh, talk about them a lot, and I think she really likes their stuff. So they they have a product called the Immortel Cleansing Dew, but this Luna Flores one sounded just really interesting. It looks like it is $68 for a pretty large bottle. And I find that that cleansing oils tend to last quite a long time. So it says it brilliantly doubles as a hydrating facial cleanser and a complexion massage oil for ultimate tissue regeneration. I mean, speaking my language. It has a therapeutic yin feminine nature. Some of the ingredients are Icelandic ladies mantle water, Avens or Avens, Vanilla Orchid, Crystal Elixirs, Blue Moon, Forget-Me-Not, Wild Immortel, Blue Tansy, Sustainable Sandalwood. I mean, it sounds incredible. And I think it just totally caught my eye. Next is a UK-based brand called Bamford that I saw on Beauty Habit. The product that looked interesting is the Refining Exfoliator. So I am on a quest to find my perfect once-a-week exfoliator. I don't do physical exfoliants. Again, you can refer to my skincare philosophy episode to hear about that. I really want to find my perfect acid or enzymatic exfoliator. So this one is described as a gentle but powerful blend of apple, lemon, and grape enzymes with ultra-fine natural volcanic exfoliants. So I think it does still have a bit of physical exfoliation, but the ultra-fine means that it's something that I would consider. It also has antioxidant-rich copper, which is supposed to boost collagen. So after my interview with Michelle, which you would have heard last week, the role of copper in Ayurveda is something that I've been paying attention to for a number of years. I actually have, I need to bust it out. I have a copper water vessel. I don't quite know what to call it, but I went through this whole period when I was really, really into Ayurveda and you're supposed to let your water basically sit in charge in copper vessels. And I have one and I don't know where it is, but I believe it is still somewhere in my possession. Anyway, this just sounded interesting. It does look like Beauty Habit is maybe clearing out their Bamford inventory because it's discounted and on final sale, but I just thought it looked kind of cool. Next up, also from Beauty Habit, is the Anda, A-N-D-A, Enzyme Serum Mask. So following along with the theme of looking for my perfect enzymatic exfoliator, although now that I'm saying that, I think the current front runner for that product in my routine is the Iuna Essence. It's a three-in-one 
gommage, leave-on essence mask type of product. So that is way, way up there. And I guess I just want to find more products like that, that that I can interchange with and try. So this is described as powerful yet gentle super fruit enzymes to exfoliate, resurface, and rid skin of dulling debris. So kind of exactly the type of product I'm looking for. It has red raspberry, Tasmanian pepperberry, and pomegranate. Loved the look of the ingredients. You can apply it to cleanse skin and leave on for 15 to 20 minutes as a mask, or you can use it as an overnight serum. So I like that sort of flexibility. And I believe it's a Swedish brand. So European international brands always, always appeal to me because I do feel like ingredient sourcing in other parts of the world really beats a lot of American stuff. But with that said, I feel like a lot of American beauty formulators and in sort of the indie or eco space are really trying to prioritize almost like the local foods equivalent of beauty, you know, sourcing ingredients that are local to where you live and, you know, maybe not going for quote unquote exotics in skincare. So that's another debate we could consider another time. Today, we're just having fun and talking about intriguing and interesting products. Next is another cleanser from the brand Isun, I think, I-S-U-N. This brand first came on my radar when I want to say Kate Bosworth or some other celebrity, maybe it wasn't her, but someone like her was on Lisa Eldridge's YouTube channel having her makeup done. And she raved so much about a face oil that Isun does. And it went on to sell out and it was like very hard to get that product. This was years ago. But I've always been sort of curious about the brand, even though the reviews are a little bit mixed on them. So the product that struck me the most is the Lemon Balsam Cleanser. I'm not going to lie. I'm just very attracted to the word balsam after my experience with the Australian brand Lapar through Boxwalla. They create balsams, which are, in in their estimation, a very loose kind of balm. So a lot of face balms or lip balms, anything that's in balm form, they really run the gamut in terms of how solidified they are depending on how many waxes and butters are present in the formula. Lapar formulates with, I don't know, like barely any waxes and butters as far as I can tell because it's the loosest, most barely solidified balm I've ever used and I am obsessed with it. And they call it a balsam. There's some history with balsams. It refers to the use, I think, of plant resins or something in the formula or something akin to that. Anyway, this is described as a gentle, creamy-based facial cleanser. So for me, this would be a second cleanse. For normal to dry skin... Senses are uplifted with the lemon balsam aroma from pure essential oils, pH balance to support skin integrity. Apparently, this is rebranded. This was originally known as the Phyto Cleanse One. So it's not necessarily a new product in their range. And also, I have to admit, I'm always attracted to anything with citrus in it. I really love Infiori's Pearl Oil. I love Maya the Optimist, which is a very neroli forward product. I don't know. This just attracts me in many, many ways. Next up is a little face kit that I saw the brand Line does. So I have discovered Line in the past through Beauty Heroes, and I think they are such an under-the-radar, underrated brand. I've also heard, I forget the founder's name. I want to say it's Jenna. I've heard her interviewed on podcasts in the past, and you just would have to try the products for yourself. There's something to them. They're actually, you know what, kind of similar to Blue Alchemy. They have that same kind of plant potency that really comes forward. I've tried the Purify Face Wash 
and the activated charcoal body wash. And I really loved both. I will say the brand had some packaging challenges, which is why I've never gone on to repurchase. But I went on to have detailed conversations with one of my patrons on Patreon who sent me before and afters of her skin, which was quite acneic and she was having a lot of problems with it. And she used Line products for, I don't know, two to three months. She sent me before and afters and it was an incredible transformation. And so she really turned me and I don't, you know, I don't have acneic skin, but to see those kind of visible results, I thought was really, really powerful. So I just also wanted to point this out as a brand to anyone that might be struggling with acne right now that Linne, L-I-N-N-E with an accent is really worth looking into. And they do one of these, they do a face kit, which has traveler deluxe sample sizes of the Purify face wash, which I think is incredible. And then two products called Renew and Repair, which I think are oils, serums, or oil serums. Um, I'm not sure, but I think it's great that she does those. And I'm really, really curious to try myself. She has actually all kinds of, if you go onto the Line Botanical site and go under travel trial gift, there's so many different options. There's a full kit for 150, a rejuvenating kit, a clarifying kit, and more. Um, yeah, I'm totally going to be picking some of these up. This just moved from intriguing to on a wish list. <laughs> Next in skincare is a brand that I always see when I peruse Credo, and it's called Beauty, B-E-U-T-I Skincare, and they have a pomegranate 3-in-1 enzyme cleanser. Again, you can see a theme in the kind of products and ingredients that I personally am attracted to. When I hear acid or enzymatic, and I am quite wary of things like exfoliating toners, but when I see it more in like a mask form, I'm attracted to it. In a cleanser, I'm moderately, I guess, attracted to it. So this is described as a detoxifying exfoliating facial cleanser. It's a gel balm hybrid, which has fermented pomegranate as an alternative to glycolic. So I can only speak for myself. My skin does not like glycolic. I've tried different products with it in it. Most notably, I had tried these Trish McAvoy glycolic. They're like a pad that you sweep on your face. People rave about them and they made my skin look worse. So I think I'm just sensitive to glycolic. This cleanser also has rose clay, which my skin really likes, very gentle pink clays. And it also has copaiba balsam. There's balsam again. I feel like I didn't even know that was in here, but that word keeps tracking me. So (laughs) somehow... I need to have balsam-like products in my life, it seems. This also has a three-flower essence of iris, laurel, and myrtle, and it can double as a face mask, which is what I am most attracted to. I'm not mentioning prices for all of these, and I should have said in the beginning, I'll have everything I talk about listed and linked in the show notes, which to get to that, you just have to, if you're, for example, listening in iTunes, you'll just go to click down where it says episode webpage, and you'll be able to click and it'll take you right to lamorialamusique.com and the post for this particular episode, and you'll see all the references and links to the products I talk about. We have three more skincare products to talk about. Next is something from a brand I hear so many positive things about. It's the brand Malaya Organics. I know they were featured in past Boxwalla boxes, plural. I think at least one past Boxwalla box. And then Diane Reed, who was the first interview I did here on Your Purpose is Beauty, shared her love for one of their exfoliating products, which she said she uses every morning and she thinks it's absolutely incredible. So this brand has been on my radar. 
The product I picked that's most intriguing to me is their Advanced Repair Mask, and it has a neem honey herbal complex. It's a blend of highly antibacterial and rare wild neem flower honey, detoxifying clays, and a proprietary complex of nine reparative herbs to gently draw out impurities. Again, I mean, all these products I'm mentioning, like you certainly don't need them all, right? But they're just sounding so appealing to me right now. It's also the dead of winter. And I think my skin is just begging me for some brightening and like some rejuvenation in lieu of a Hawaiian vacation, which is honestly really what I would rather be be doing. Not rather be doing than, than looking at skincare, but perhaps I'd rather be on Maui instead of looking outside my snowy Chicago office window right now, although it is really pretty. We got like a little bit of a snowstorm last night. Next is a brand everybody tells me that I need to try. Well, so there's a couple brands that everybody talks about in the eco space and especially recently. So one of them is Live Botanical. Everyone talks about Live Botanical. I've actually never tried anything. I've come close to placing orders and I just haven't, you know, bit or bitten the bullet, bitten the bullet, I guess, yet. Um, but, you know, people say wonderful things about Live Botanical. Another brand in that vein that everyone talks about is Earthwise Beauty. Never tried them, but hear wonderful, wonderful things. So I went on to see what looked most intriguing to me. And I found a product that indeed is very intriguing. And it's the Honest Swing Among Trees Face Serum in a Mist. Yes, that is the name of the product. The name alone is intriguing, right? But also the fact that it's a serum in a mist. So to me, this sounds like it's sort of like an essence type of product. I have a couple in my routine. I've come to really like essences as a step above just a straight toner or hydrosol. I'm thinking particularly of Maya the Optimist, which I have sung the praises of, and something like the Infiore botanical waters are also more like an essence. So the other reason this product is intriguing, the first line on the story behind this product is this product is the outcome of Ava's obsession. Ava is the formulator of Earthwise Beauty with ancient precious resins. So resin and balsam are also very, very I don't know if those are interchangeable words, but very similar. And there are, are four of them included in this product, myrrh, frankincense, serrata, frankincense, sacra, and kapaiba. This is so funny, you guys. I didn't pull up any of these links before sitting down to do these lists, and I'm seeing so much ingredient overlap. I literally was just calling through and making a list of products. I wasn't looking necessarily at ingredients or anything, and seeing this overlap in the products is very interesting to me because kapaiba is now the second time that's coming through. I'm really attracted to the copy that's written on Earthwise Beauty's website. It's very much kind of speaking my language. It says, myrrh and frankincense are energetically similar. They are both deep, penetrating, and dry. Blah, blah, blah. She goes on to talk about why dry is actually a good thing. Keep in mind that these resins offer many other skincare benefits beyond the drying action. I don't know. There's so much. This is the kind of website that I would read in bed on my phone before going to bed because it's like reading poetry to me. So I can see why people have such good experiences with this brand and why Earthwise Beauty has such good word of mouth. If there's anything essential from this brand that you love and you think I should try, please tell me. But for now, this is the most intriguing product to me. So last in the skincare category, and as a bridge going into makeup, is a sunscreen that I think looks really intriguing. It's new on Beauty Heroes, and it's the brand Solara Sun Care. 
I am increasingly, increasingly passionate about really stressing the importance of physical over chemical sunscreens. And I realize this is going to be a potentially controversial topic. In fact, I think I'm going to add it, just saying that out loud made me think I want to add it to my patron exclusive episode for next week, where I'm going to be talking about some more controversial or thought-provoking topics like medical freedom and the legalization of marijuana, ayahuasca ceremonies. And I think I'm going to add why I'm so down on chemical SPFs and why I really do think physical SPFs are better for like pretty much everybody, I guess. So I was really excited to see a new 100% physical SPF product. The copy I thought was really compelling. Founder Stephanie DePisa created this brand to solve the need for her own children who have allergies to chemical sunscreens and her own struggle with Lyme disease. When she was searching for healthier options, she realized that most SPFs, even those labeled mineral, organic, or natural, still contained ingredients that weren't so good, like irritators and cheap fillers. So it's a very small line, at least it's small. What Beauty Heroes is carrying is, this could be the only products they do, but there's four things on here. A clean freak, nutrient-boosted daily sunscreen, a glow-getter, nutrient-boosted daily sunscreen, time traveler, ageless sunscreen, and a... It's called Pout Protector Moisturizing Lip Serum that I assume also has some SPF coverage. So this is also something that's straddling going over into a wish list. And honestly, I have a Beauty Heroes cart going, so I may try one of these. I'm always on the hunt for perfect, perfect physical SPFs to interchange in my routine. I'm passionate about protecting my face, although I have been reevaluating my perspective on body sunscreen and really just my relationship with the sun, which I talked about in my Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) Have you been enjoying Your Purpose is Beauty? You can unlock exclusive episodes of this podcast by visiting patreon.com slash l'amour et la musique. For $3 per month, you gain access to one exclusive episode published on the first Monday of every month. You receive a private RSS feed link to add to your podcast player of choice, or you can listen directly on Patreon. In these exclusive episodes, I expound on more personal, potentially controversial, or thought-provoking topics that are suited to an intimate community. If you're interested in more, there are other tiers of support that include a poll-based monthly exclusive video produced for the Patreon community, individual video-based correspondence, live get ready with me makeup videos and skincare routines, and astrology of beauty and Venus readings from a classical perspective. Patreon funds directly support the production of this podcast, as well as other Lamore content. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to Your Purpose is Beauty, and now back to today's episode. Done with skincare, let's transition to a few makeup products, even though, like I said, it's very difficult for me to find makeup that I find intriguing. However, I've been really intrigued by this brand Manasi 7 for, I want to say, at least the last 10 months. I don't know much about the brand except that the design of the brand makes these a minimalist beauty luxury lover's dream. I think I just misplaced some of those adjectives, but you get the gist. The product on my list today is the All Over Shine Glossy Finish in Cristallo. So this is described as inspired by reflections of the sea. This is a shimmer-free, transparent shade enhancing a glossy finish. 
So you, you can use it on the lips, face, and eyelids or mix together with any of Manasi's cream products for added shine. So this kind of reminds me of the Jillian Dempsey clear eye tint, which I still have. And it gives just like a very a dewy, glossy lid. I do like that product. I like it a lot in the summer, actually. I've tried Manat, one of Manasi's highlights, and I actually really quite liked it. It's a cream highlight, but it almost dries down to like a powder finish. But I do think that the products are slightly overpriced for what they are. But this just sounded versatile, right? Like I'm totally in the market for new highlights, new interesting complexion products, and this definitely fits the bill for something intriguing and interesting. Following along that vein, I recently picked up one of the Ritual Defee eye soots. Like the, so they have two variations of this. The one I have is the Ashen Amber Eye Soot, and I have it in the shade Half Light. In fact, I just filmed a Get Ready with me using this, and I have myself using this on an IGTV video. But they also make a product called the Celestial Sphere Eye Soot, and these look, I don't know, I'm like very attracted to shimmery, glossy, illuminating, highlighting types of products right now. And that's what this is. It's descri They're described as a color-shifting iridescent cream shadow. It comes in four shades. The one that's, I guess, if I were going to put it on a wish list, would be the shade Lyra, which is an iridescent violet with golden aqua shifts. The only problem with these, you guys, is that they go off very quickly, as I've heard by word of mouth. The ashen amber eye soots, apparently the shelf life is shorter than the celestial sphere eye soots. I think those last a little bit longer, but I have heard that the ashen amber eye soot, which I have, it's like you get at most a year of use with the product. And after even six months of being open, they can start to turn, which is a really big, really big bummer. So I've been trying to use mine as much as I possibly can. But I still think I would like perhaps one of these Celestial Sphere eye soots. And if nothing else, it's definitely a beautiful thing to look at. Ergo, intriguing. Okay, the next couple things are like a bit of a stretch because they're not that intriguing, but I wanted to find a couple things to fill out this makeup section. So I found a lip product on Credo. It's by a brand called Tower 28, and they make a product called the Shine On Lip Jelly a non-sticky lip gloss with the comfort of a balm. And they come in some pretty shades. Like there's a clear, but there's also a sheer berry, a sheer orange, a sheer pink, a sheer red, and a clear with gold shimmer. So, you know, I think in my mind, I'm also thinking what's interesting for spring makeup or, you know, like getting out of winter and just like what looks new and fresh and juicy. And I guess this would fit this bill. Haven't heard anything about the brand. So I would say this is semi-intriguing. And then following along those lines, the brand OG, O-G-E-E, -E, I've been trying their facial cleansing cloths or wipes. I heard really good things about them. They're biodegradable, which I think is a big plus when you're using a disposable wipe. They make this product called the Tinted Sculpted Lip Oil, and it's basically like a big chubby crayon, but I guess it's like a lip balm in chubby crayon form. And there's a bunch of colors. There's like 15 different colors, which is a little overwhelming, honestly. So I've been tempted to pick up a couple of these just as like a spring makeup refresh. I haven't heard anything really about them. So again, semi-intriguing, not wholly intriguing. The only other thing I could add to this category is that I saw on Instagram that the brand Aether Beauty, who makes those beautiful gemstone eyeshadow palettes, is coming out with 
I think a bunch of different products. They're coming out with single pan highlights that look extremely glittery. So like, yeah, kind of just like Tin Man looking highlight, which I thought that we were like kind of over that, but maybe not. I mean, makeup is such a personal thing. So I don't know. I, I'm interested in them as a beauty artifact. I'm not sure I'm interested in them for myself personally, but it looks like Aether might also be coming out with lipsticks and lip glosses. I follow them on Instagram and I feel like I've seen posts of them teasing these new products. So just something to keep on your mind or on your radar. Okay, let's finish out with a category. I just listed it as other beauty, but it's kind of holistic stuff, some hair care, a perfume, etc. So the first thing on my list is also from the brand Floricopia, and they make a mouth rescue daily dental serum and oil pulling treatment. So of course, I'm intrigued immediately from the name of the product. I've been an oil puller on and off for like a decade probably. I believe it's an Ayurvedic practice originally, and it involves just taking, I mean, there's certain oils I think that are better constitutionally for people, but coconut oil is a really common one people use. You can do it with sesame oil. You could probably do it with olive oil, kind of like whatever. And you basically swish this oil around in your mouth. First thing in the morning before you've eaten anything or even brushed your teeth, you do... 10 to 15 minutes of swishing this oil around in your mouth and then you spit the oil out. You never want to swallow it. And it's basically drawing less than desirable things through out of your system and through your gums and then, you know, into the garbage or wherever you're going to dispose of that oil. So this kind of product, I think, obviously you can pick up a much less expensive product. This is $30 for two ounces. It's described as a potent blend of organic essential oils, coconut and neem oil that deeply cleanses and nurtures teeth and gums. So similar to my passion about physical over chemical SPFs, I really think that we need to have more conversations about holistic dental care and dental health. I just think it's a really, really underlooked topic And I wish that holistic dentistry was more of a thing. And I think that we don't fully know how important gum health and tooth health is to like the rest of our well-being. I mean, I think that that in alternative health circles, that that is kind of common knowledge, but it goes beyond, you know, just avoiding fluoride and toothpaste or things like that. So I don't know, this product is just really, really intriguing to me. It says it effectively purifies the entire mouth, reduces gum redness, irritation, nourishes the tissues, blah, blah, blah. Totally into it. Similarly, the brand Pavani, P-A-A-V-A-N-I Ayurveda has a copper tongue scraper available for $15 on Beauty Habit. The Floricopia oil pulling product is also on beauty habit. So I've been using a Dr. Tongue's tongue scraper, Tongue's T-U-N-G apostrophe S. I've been using their floss and tongue scraper for a very long time, like at least eight years. But the idea of a copper tongue scraper, similar to what I said earlier about Ayurveda, I may have to upgrade to this. It's a daily Ayurvedic practice of gently scraping unwanted toxins and residue off the tongue. Traditionally, it's done with copper for its powerful antiseptic effects. Man, this is just like an Ayurveda-themed episode in addition to all of the overlap of ingredients like resins and balsams and capaiba. So the next thing on my list are the Uma Naval Therapy Oils. So Uma is one of the first 
Ayurvedic brands that I had experience with. I had always known about the brand Pratima back in the day, but I never tried anything from them. Uma, I've discovered them very early in my eco-beauty journey. They've The brand has been around for quite a while. I've met the founder before, Shrankla. She's lovely and amazing. And in the last year or so, maybe year and a half, they came out with these navel therapy oils. So on the website, it says, in Ayurveda, the navel represents the origin of life, linking mother and child before birth and providing a hub for nutrients to flow between their bodies. The philosophy of navel therapy or treatment tells us that the body center continues to serve as a foundation for balance. Oh, then it like cut off. Anyway, she has two of them. There's a body balancing and a beauty boosting navel therapy oil. So the idea here is that before bed, you put a couple of drops of oil in your belly button and it has a holistic healing effect. I'm not going to get into much more than that here. If there's interest, maybe I'll research it really in depth and do like a whole episode on Ayurvedic practices that I'm interested in or that I incorporate in my life. I'm also really interested in Chinese medicine and I see an acupuncturist regularly. So I borrow from lots of different holistic healing traditions, but I've always been attracted to Ayurveda. And I really am in need of a legit Ayurvedic doctor here in Chicago. I've actually never had my dosha officially typed or anything like that. And I'm really quite curious. So anyway, totally an intriguing product. I mean, putting oil in your belly button is inherently intriguing, I think. Next is a Parisian product off of Beauty Habit, and it's called the Minois Paris Magic Balm. So I thought that this looked good as just a product to have around if you have uh, small children. So it's think of it as something It looks very similar to me anyway, like an Egyptian magic type of product. It's a repairing balm that works on bruises, knocks, bumps, and all of life's little mishaps. Formulated with organic arnica, immortelle flower, calendula, which is one of my favorite skincare ingredients. So it's just a balm treatment. Sounds amazing. It says you can use it from three years old on, and it just, I don't know, the ingredients look really good. Minois Paris is a natural care line for babies and children made in France. So obviously, I freaking love that. It also says very gentle formulas that can be used from birth. So maybe other products in Minois Paris's range can be used for very little babies, but this product says you have to be three years old to use it. Next is a shampoo and conditioner combo from the brand Mukti, M-U-K-T-I, which I believe I want to say is an Australian brand. Face, body, and hair care products handcrafted in Australia. Beauty Heroes is now carrying this brand, Mukti. I got to try, it's like it's another calendula product, actually. It's a very beautifully colored, like orange yellow colored face cream that I ended up using or have been using as a hand balm. But I think that product might actually go into a product crit because I think it's a beautiful product. It's just not for me. I very rarely use cream moisturizers on my face, but it's really very nice. So I was excited to see that this brand does a shampoo and conditioner, which as we all know, it's very difficult to find hair care products that work for our individual needs. I feel like in the eco-beauty space, it just says restore shine, body, and bounce infused with organic herbal extracts, gentle hydrating shampoo suitable for all hair types, and also it's supposed to remove residue and build up without drying, stripping, or irritating the scalp. Subtly scented with cucumber and desert lime. I think they're worth a try. I mean, I alternate between lots of different hair care products in my shower. The best I've ever found in this realm are probably the True Botanicals shampoo and conditioner. It's not a brand that I 
super duper love. They're one way that Eco Beauty has gone, which is getting lots of investors. I don't really like their brand strategy marketing approach, but the shampoo and conditioner are super, super good. I've repurchased them and I continue to really like them. I had originally discovered those through a Beauty Heroes box. I'm trying the, the new Momi shampoo and conditioner, which I think is really nice. Evolve H makes really good hair care products. So I've tried lots of stuff. I end up just having to rotate a lot. And eco hair care is definitely a challenge. Two new and intriguing hand care products that I want to mention. My hands have been so destroyed this winter. Last winter, it was my lips that were super destroyed in my kind of immediate postpartum. But this winter, it has been my hands. They have been so dry. They have been cracking and bleeding. And I make an effort to keep them moisturized with like heavy duty products. You know, like a lot of times I'll just take balms or creams that are meant for the face and I'll use them on my hands. So they're very, very good products, but I don't know, my hands have just been so dry. So Henny, Henny Organics has come out with a luxury hand cream and then I couldn't find it online because I don't think it's officially released yet, but Kahina is coming out with a luxury hand treatment. So both of those I think are intriguing. The Henny one comes in two scents, a citrus and... It's like a floral type of scent that's called Bloma, I think. I think you can get those on Beauty Heroes or Beauty Habit. So I'm always in the market to try good hand cream. I actually really like one of the pie hand creams, and I think I have a tube of it somewhere. Speaking, actually, of hair care products that I love, the brand Reverie has a botanical perfume that's newly launched that... I'm very intrigued by. So a couple of things to say here. Reverie, I've tried quite a few things from their hair care line. And the mainstay for me is the, I think it's called the hair milk. It's like a leave-in conditioner and it has this beautiful herbal smell. So I've always been attracted actually to the scent profiles of Reverie products. Some other things I've tried, like the texturizing mist didn't really work for me. I keep meaning to try the scalp treatment, which I think has promise. Never tried the shampoo and conditioner. So... The other thing I want to say is that my relationship to scent has just been so, so different since being pregnant and having a baby. Not even just because constitutionally, I think there were some really big shifts hormonally and constitutionally, but I just don't really like wearing a lot of perfume because I'm always so close to my baby, you know, taking contact naps and carrying around. And I just don't, and I, I, I still have some conventional perfumes like... What's the most common one? What's the one I wear all the time? There's a couple. Uh, Eccentric Molecule 01, and then there's an Hermes fragrance I really like. So sometimes once in a blue moon, I'll spray them on my clothes. But again, it's just not something I'm really comfortable having near the baby. I have a couple of eco perfumes, in particular, the Infiore perfume solids, I think are amazing because I feel obviously good about putting those directly on my skin. And then I have, what's that brand called? I'm like so, totally blanking on it. Oh, Pour Le Monde. I'm not even sure if that company is still in business, but I have one of their perfumes that I really like. I wish Josh Rosebrook, oh my gosh, so wish Josh Rosebrook had not discontinued Ethereal. I totally would have purchased a full-size bottle. And when I went to last year, I saw that he discontinued it, which is a travesty because I loved that fragrance. So Reverie's Oath Botanical Perfume, described as a unisex fragrance for hair and body, warm and spicy, totally up my alley. 
This scent has a sensual essence and has been infused with 16 globally sourced essential oils. The fragrance has a similar scent as the best-selling Reverie product Milk, which is the product I was just telling you about, and has complex yet nostalgic notes, including bergamot, bourbon, vanilla, and vetiver. So I mean, say no more. I obviously am going to have to go into Credo and try and sample this. A full-size 1.7-ounce bottle is $120, but obviously buying perfume unsmelled, I think, is risky. Maybe they'll come out with a travel or like a trial size, but there's a Credo in Chicago, so I think I'm definitely going to go test it out. Okay, last thing is from a brand called Aromatherapy Associates. I just pulled it up on the detox market, but I think you can also get this on Beauty Habit or... I don't know. I think Aromatherapy Associates is pretty widely distributed. So they have a product called the Forest Therapy Bath and Shower Oil. I'm super into baths. I'm particularly super into therapeutic baths, which are different than just like a relaxing bath like this would be. But this product is making me think of the Earthwise Beauty product that I just referenced on a swing among trees, face serum in a mist. So my being is also calling me, I think, to be more in nature because I'm feeling really attracted to these products that are about trees and being in the forest and just like really being out in nature. So this says, return to your roots and reconnect with the great outdoors. Discover the restorative and emotionally healing benefits of forest therapy, a practice that involves spending time in nature amongst the trees. Even just reading that makes me happy. So the this is a bath oil. I've never, I don't think I've ever used the Aromatherapy Associates bath oils, but this is handcrafted essential oil blend of evergreen, pink pepper, calming cypress, cleansing hoe wood, and uplifting juniper berry. I mean, it sounds amazing. So I think that you can pour this directly into the bath, but I think you can also use it in the shower to cleanse with. So I think it's from what it sounds like, these Aromatherapy Associates bath and shower oils, they remind me of the L'Occitane almond shower oil, which is basically an oil that sudses up and emulsifies as and has cleansing agents and like surfactants in it. So that's maybe what this is, but I really would like to give it a whiff because it sounds really amazing. Okay, I think that that's all I have for you. I actually had had more on my list because I think I thought this was going to take quite a bit longer than it did, but I hope that this was of interest to you. The other thing I wanted to say in closing is that in the process of putting this list together, you know, I'm calling through all of these websites online, all of these online eco beauty boutiques, which by the way, if you need a de-stressor, I highly recommend doing. Even if you have no intention of buying anything, I think browsing these websites, putting together dream carts is such a fun practice. I don't know. Maybe that's just me and I'm like a weirdo. So in the process of doing this, I did realize how much I automatically skip over um, <laughs> for a lot of reasons because either I've tried the product because you know I've been into Eco Beauty since like 2011, 2012. I've tried so much stuff or I have issues with the brand. So I kind of automatically will scoot by like Goop, for example. So I thought it would be interesting to do perhaps a podcast episode or a video sharing thoughts on the best seller lists that these boutiques put together. So for example, if you go on to Credo, you go on to the detox market, all of them will have a best sellers 
category. And I, I tend to always look at that. I'll look at the new in and then I'll just like look at the brands and stuff. But when I go through the bestseller lists, I'm like, tried it, nope, 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 tried it, tried it, hated it, tried it, loved it, nope, nope, nope. Oh, there's something that maybe is interesting. So I don't know, maybe, and maybe there's not that many nopes, but you know what I mean? Like I scan things really, really quickly. And I thought maybe going through my thought process of how I scan the bestseller lists could be like kind of interesting. And since I just did this as a podcast, maybe I could do that um, in a video format and have more visual AIDS. I don't know. Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed hearing this kind of beauty talk in podcast form, if it's compelling enough for you to go check out the product list and go look at the products yourselves, let me know. I'm so open to your feedback. Oh, another thing that I thought I could do like a, I was thinking I could do maybe a series like going through the detox markets, bestseller products. And then I saw that A Night for Green Beauty gave out some product awards in 2019. So then I could like go through those. And then my thought also was I could go through and talk about the products and anything that I haven't tried and that I think ostensibly would work for me or is like a viable product for me to try that I would pick up and test and try and do like an evaluation of, for example, the Night for Green Beauty Awards. I don't know. That sounds like a really fun idea to me, but let me know what you think. Thank you guys as always for listening. I love chatting with you here every Monday. I look forward to hearing from you. You can always shoot me an email, lamorelamusique at gmail.com. Come visit me on Instagram at lamorelamusique. Remember that next week's episode is going to be the first Monday of March meaning it's going to be a patron-exclusive episode. So I won't see you here on the public feed for two weeks. If you're interested, you know what to do. Patreon.com slash Music to go check out next week's episode. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful Monday and we'll talk really soon. Bye.